Welcome to Success Without Sacrifice, the podcast where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I'm Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of Success Without Sacrifice. Today, we're talking about imposter syndrome. Mm. Imposter syndrome as a woman in business or as an emerging leader, woman in leadership. I've been thinking a lot about this topic lately because it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up in conversations. It keeps coming up with clients and is a regular contributor to the list of what gets in the way. So whenever I do a keynote speech, I always ask my audience, what gets in the way? What gets in the way of you getting what it is that you want most in your leadership, in your life, in your business, whatever the case may be? And imposter syndrome is one of those things that keeps popping up. And, you know, it's this fraud, feeling, doubt, dealing beliefs that hold us back. They can keep us stuck, whether it's personally or professionally. I think there was a study that uh, KPMG did, and as many as 75% of the participants said that they experience it. It's been around since ancient times, I was really surprised to know. But in recent years, uh, a new term, uh, imposter phenomenon, uh, has come to light as what used to be called imposterism. So that belief that, you know, you're not good enough or that you don't belong where you're at. And this affects high-achieving people disproportionately. People who are, in my mind, wicked smart. Uh, Scientists and engineers and very technical people. As a matter of fact, I've got a good friend of mine that this is all she speaks on to those groups uh, because they deal with it so much. So psychologists Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes, they're the ones who discovered or developed I would say, the concept and uh, termed it imposter phenomenon. And that happened in the 70s. And it was the study that focused on high-achieving women. And women do deal with imposter syndrome more so than men. And it can show up, you know, with self-doubt, that feeling that you don't belong, that you don't have what it takes, that you don't have the skills, you won't be up to the task. Um, it, And the interesting thing is that it can happen contextually and along a spectrum. So for instance, you can deal with imposter syndrome in your career or your business, uh, but not in your health and fitness. Like health and fitness, you've just got it down. You've got your strategies. It's working. You you just feel great in that area of life. So it's not even across a board. Usually it can be contextual. And it can also happen along a spectrum. So for instance, uh, for some people, imposter syndrome kind of fuels uh, someone to prove themselves and uh, it helps them to boost their efforts and then eventually their confidence. And for others, it's a game changer that, okay, I'm out, game over. Um, It's debilitating. I'm not even going to go there. Now you may be thinking, all right, if it's so prevalent, if it's been around this long, it affects so many people, what am I going to do about it? Well, I'm glad that you asked. I love to share tips and strategies, and that's what this podcast is about. 
Uh, and I've got five tips for you today. There are five things that I want you to consider uh, if you are a, a woman in business or an emerging leader that deals with imposter syndrome. You know, maybe you're stepping into a new role and it's got you wigged out a little bit. So the first tip I want to give you is to make the decision that something is going to change. And that sounds very basic, and it is, and it's effective. So make the decision that you want to experience your work and your life differently. You know, you've given so much of yourself to your business, to your career, uh, your leadership journey. And if you're playing smaller than you'd like, then it's time for a change. So take your power back, and let's explore what it is that you can do instead. And just making that decision is a pivot. And instead of... Um, being stuck where you're at, you have already focused yourself on the future. Tip number two, stop thinking of yourself as an imposter. And I know that sounds really simplistic, but your words and your thoughts carry so much more power than you realize. And by labeling yourself as an imposter, you are literally telling your mind, this is what I want to find. You're saying, this is who I am, and this is how I want to experience this situation, this job, this business, this life, whatever the case may be. So start the process of moving out of being an imposter by just quit saying that you are an imposter. Don't label yourself that way. Number three, don't fake it, make it instead. And here's what I mean by that. You know, I understand the premise behind fake it till you make it. But again, when you consider your unconscious and how the majority of your thoughts are unconscious, you're not even aware that you're having them, it plays a really big role. And if you say, I'm going to fake it till I make it, you are, again, you're labeling yourself a fake. You're saying to yourself, this is what you are. So well-meaning advice, but instead, make it instead. And what I mean by that is, What is it that you want instead? If you're not where you want to be, what is it that you want to be instead? And how can you take just even one little step in that direction? So, you know, maybe you don't know how, where you want to go and how you're going to get there, but you can learn. So what I'm asking you to do is say yes and figure it out along the way. There are so many things that you've figured out in your life. This is one more thing that you can do. The fourth thing I want you to consider is it's not just you. Many women and men get tripped up in imposter syndrome. You know, these tendencies that that hold you back, that think you're not good enough, um, that you're not made for it. So just cut yourself some slack, right? Who do you know that you trust, uh, that you have a relationship with, that you might be able to share this with? That, you know, you'd be surprised, the people that struggle with this. And if they have something that they do, a solution, strategies that help them, they might be able to share that with you. And you get out of that feeling then of isolation, that it's just you, that you have to figure this out all by yourself. Because I'll tell you, imposter syndrome has affected people all over the globe. Every demographic, it doesn't matter. High-ranking officials, successful actors, world-class athletes, high-ranking military members. It's just, it's affected people probably that you know very well, that you consider to be very successful, and you might not even suspect. 
authors that have written multiple books. I mean, people who on the outside that have achieved success unlike anything we could even fathom deal with imposter syndrome. So kind of take comfort in it's not just you. So many people deal with this. The fifth thing I want you to consider is it is not just about you. There are some extenuating circumstances to imposter syndrome. And it was interesting because when I was researching to do this podcast, I came across a Harvard Business Review article. And the article's titled, uh, Stop Telling Women They Have Imposter Syndrome. And the two authors had just a great outlook, interesting information about imposter syndrome being a misdiagnosis. And here's what they share. They say leaders must create a culture for women and for people of color that addresses systemic bias and racism. And only by doing so can we reduce the experiences that accumulate in so-called imposter syndrome among employees from marginalized communities, or at the very least, help those employees channel healthy self-doubt into positive motivation, which is best fostered within a supportive work culture. The article goes on to talk about some of the things that, you know, women tend to deal with imposter syndrome more than men. And one of the things that they purport in this article is that, you know, men have that community and they have the uh, ability to see in play already what it is that they want to achieve. And it's validating. Yes, I can have this because people like me are already doing it, where women don't exactly have Um, the same circumstances. They may not see what it is that they want to achieve and know what they want um, be validated in their thinking. So uh, the Confidence Code by Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman is a great read that talks about uh, self-confidence and self-doubt. And this article by the Harvard Business Review, Stop Telling Women They Have Imposter Syndrome, are two uh, resources that may help you if this is something that you deal with. So I always love to hear from you if you want to leave a comment or if you want to email me at Debbie at Getting to Clarity. I'd love to hear what you want to hear about. Uh, What are you struggling with with the imposter syndrome? Is it with new opportunities or uh, everyday work in, in the course of your work? So I'd love to hear from you. And until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity and confidence that you deserve. Have a really great day and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Success Without Sacrifice with Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership in life, visit successwithoutsacrificepodcast.com.